we have a bit of a, a story that's been developing over the past couple of days here in San Antonio, where, where I'm from, where me and Big Blue are from. There mm-hmm. are there were two parents who were uh, kidnapped at gunpoint. And um, basically what had occurred was happened yesterday at about 6 a.m. local time, two, th- two individuals armed with handguns uh, and uh, kicked down front door and physically took parents to or a couple out of the house who happened to have five children left the five kids there these children also witnessed what is what does that scream out to you right away uh hi man whoa i'm wearing red sir (laughs) (laughs) what's it called hey you cut off man i I didn't hear the last part you said apparently like at 6 a.m you have two guys kicking in the door armed with uh handguns or guns i'm not sure if they're handguns or not come in and they take the they, they forcibly take this couple in front of their kids. Like, what does that first and foremost scream out to you? What do you think is going on here? I mean, if somebody went in there and kidnapped two people and left the rest, behind, you know, the kids behind, uh, I'm not really sure if the kids were there in, on like, no, in eyesight or they were in their rooms mm-hmm. or whatever. But as far as I know, I think um, it's probably going to be because of money. You know what I mean? Like maybe ask for a ransom or something. I mean, that's possible. I, I feel like it, I think there's there might be more to it. Like I'm sure there is. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sure I is. think that, I think, I don't know. I don't know who these parents are. I don't want to speculate that they may be involved in something outside of this crime or anything. The police were unable to identify the motive and the apparent kidnapping. So yesterday they had no idea why it happened. <clears throat> and these kids ended up seeing their parents getting taken. Now it's occurred in San Antonio, Texas, the uh, South side. So this is the house where the uh, incident occurred. It's right here. And yeah, it is. I mean, it's a nice neighborhood too. Now that looks Ooh. temporary. I think that might've been for, the construction here, making sure nobody steals anything. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. But from the news articles that I have seen, this area is already developed, so that camera may not be on there anymore. Yeah, what what year was that? Doesn't say. Uh, well, it says 2023, but there's no way it's 2023. Yeah. 2022 image. There it goes. It says right here 2022. So you know, sometime last year, this picture was taken. Based on the ground, the grass still looks green, so it's probably spring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Trees aren't that full yet. And the grass ain't brown yet, so it's not summer. You know what I mean? That's how sure. it gets hot yeah. out here, you know? <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> this morning, apparently, the uh, suspects were found. And so were the parents. And they ended up being returned. Now, let me let me read an article real quick on this. A couple kidnapped in front of their kids at gunpoint on the southwest side of the home has been found safe early Thursday morning. Sources confirm that the couple was found around 5 a.m., the, at a home off of Culebra Road near West Commerce Street on the west side. You know, I had a, I had a problem with that because West Commerce and Culebra Road, they don't, they're not really that close to each other. They run parallel several blocks apart. Like, I mean, a lot. You see where, you see where West Commerce is and this is where uh, Culebra is. You have the uh, blue marker at the top of the screen and then the blue marker mm-hmm. in the middle is towards the bottom. So it, it's not even anywhere near. So they don't want, leaving it this open, like anywhere in between here, is um I don't know I think they're trying to hide something or maybe there's more of an investigation that is going on. So yeah, that's, that's not far. That's not far at all. Well, it, it's a little far from. This is where the um. So let me back up. Let me turn this around so it's facing north. All right. So this yellow marking is where the parents were taken, and these markings up here towards the um you know center of downtown, a little bit westward of it, is where the area that this guy uh, where the uh where the parents were found. Yeah. And so it's 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 a pretty good distance away. Well, I mean, considering like you have the border, you know, down here, they're two hours away. You expect them to be farther down if it was anything related with drugs. You know what I mean? 
That's true. That's true. If it's related to, you know, a certain drug stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like if it's a uh, drug dealer local to San Antonio or things of that nature that they have problems with, it may not be going towards the border. But if it, if it extends to the border, then, I, I, you know, the drug's coming from the border, then I would, I would, uh, would think so. But right now, there's no indication that these parents were involved in anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And let's let's measure this out real quick. I, I'm kind of curious as to how far it is. Put a point here through the city. It was six o'clock in the morning when they when they committed the crime. So going into downtown traffic, traffic. could be kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? Around that time. Yeah, everybody going to work, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's they what I'm that thinking. S- too. They would have left at six. They would have got there like a nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that traffic bad. And- and the construction and whatnot. <laughs> it's not that bad. But you know, I will tell you what, man, I had to go to Bernie this morning. And it's usually about a 40 minute, 30 minute drive from where I live. And because of the construction on I-10 and 1604, uh, I had to go like two exits down because I didn't know about the other construction down, on, down the road. And it taking me almost an hour and a half dude, to get there. It was freaking horrible. Um, you should just come and chill with me for an hour and a half. No, I know, dude. That's the one thing about like in a bigger city like this is if you want to go from one part of the town that's you know, on the other side, it's like literally driving from, you know, a two, you know, a two hour you know, trip from a town somewhere else. And by the time they get here, it's, it's insane sometimes. Yeah. So this firm, the couple was found around 5 a.m. at a home off of Culebra Road and West Commerce Street on the west side. Police officials confirm that they have made two arrests in connection with the kidnapping and their third suspect. The suspects were identified as Felipe Valdez, 40, and uh, Xavier Martinez, 29. He said Martinez had several outstanding warrants and for charges including deadly conduct and evading arrest. Now, what deadly conduct is, is typically somebody shooting a gun when they're not supposed to, right? It didn't hit anybody or anything like that. It's, you know, January 1st comes around, people shoot up guns into the air, right? Or, you know, he's out in an area, you know, um, just shooting in his backyard uh, practice. You can't do that in the city. You know what I'm saying? So that would be, you know, considered deadly conduct. What's up? Would that be, would brandishing be part of that or no? I don't know. I mean, if he was on his, if he was on his private property and nobody saw him, but like, you know, he discharged a weapon and somebody called it in and then they find, mm-hmm. Hey, this guy shot into the ground. Then, um, yeah, that could be considered deadly conduct. So, uh, <clears throat> police officials confirm. Okay. Let me get that. The kidnapping happened around 6 a.m. on Wednesday in a home off of mission bell near loop 410. When they arrived, police found five kids unharmed, but frightened inside. We already read through all that. The couple are believed to be the children's parents. After interviewing witnesses, investigators were able to locate which home the couple was being headed at on the west side. When the couple came out of the house, police said that they were not bound or tied up. I mean, it doesn't mean that they didn't, you know, um, weren't held hostage at gunpoint for over 24 hours, right? It doesn't mean that that wasn't the case. Does that seem weird to you that they weren't bound or tied or anything like that, that they were just in there? I mean, it'll be... Yes, yeah, yeah, very weird, especially if you got two guys uh, breaking down the door, um, holding weapons and stuff, and for them to be found without any, um, what's it called, um, tape or tied down or their, their legs or at least their feet tied down, it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, they already went through the whole process of kidnapping these people. Like, like yeah, like, you know, you have, I found it weird. I find it weird. And and it, it, it could be nothing. It could be nothing. What do they do? Just kind of lock the door, lock them in a door somewhere and you know, hope they don't jump out of the window? Maybe there's bars on the window or something, but I mean, they could still you scream. Know, you're right, exactly. And you know, the hood that um, they were found in. Um, I'm just gonna click in a random spot so I can. You can. You guys can kind of see the um, uh, the condition of the homes there. If somebody was yelling in these type of homes, you would be able to hear it outside. These are older homes uh, built a long time ago. This is a historical district, and so you know, there's not much updates that you can do. 
know, you'll have some that are renovated right next to one that is not so renovated. Uh, but it's an un- up and coming part of San Antonio. But yeah, houses it is, so close together too. So like are. if somebody was screaming, they'll they'll for sure hear it. But you see how I said like maybe they had bars on the windows. That, that makes yeah. sense. This area does. Um, you'll find a lot of houses that do have that bars in the windows. Yeah, I don't imagine that. I wonder why. Yeah. Well, um, it's, like some of them are aren't like like some of them they're they're like a fire hazard and stuff um, because actually, like if you can't get out if you you're in there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No. There. These. The, the problem with like you know identifying a place that's historical and stuff like that is you can't really do a lot of updates to certain things. And um, when it comes to like the, some of these houses, uh, they end up having like old electricity stuff. Um, but this one doesn't look that, this isn't like one of those older neighborhoods, but yeah, this is a, uh, this is in one of these houses. I don't know which one, but in one of these houses where they found them. Now they said that they interviewed people to find out where I had lived, right? If they had to interview people and witnesses and they told them to go check out this house, well, first and foremost, where are who are the people that they're interviewing and where are they getting you know well if police were going to interview people in this situation do you think that the people they would have access to were familiar with the victims not so much the suspects because they don't know who the suspect is right but they know who the victims are Mm -hmm. so witnesses that they spoke to that ended up pointing to this direction wouldn't they like if they're saying hey you got to check this house and their connection is to the victim and i think there's there's there might be a lot more to this story what do you think yeah it might be that they have problems with these uh the suspects um earlier on or in the past you know what i mean maybe they were just trying to scare them. i'm not really sure but then again they, like for them not to be found tied and and you know in just a house and then it's kind of weird that they went through all that and not found them or stuff you know what i mean Right. I'm not really sure, but it, it sounds weird, man. I mean, there's there's other cases. Remember, I don't know if you ever remember seeing that case where that guy ended up kidnapping himself so he can go out all night. Did you see that one? I believe it yeah. happened in San Antonio. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. So he got yeah. kidnapped by his friends in front of his house, and he went out like two like the whole weekend and partied. And then they dropped them off, and it ended up like I mean, they called the cops on them and stuff. So they investigated. Ended up being that he did it to himself so he could just go out and party without his wife. Yeah, I mean. Yes, but there was also that lady who claimed that I think it was like in Georgia. I could be wrong. We know, we didn't cover the case, but um, a lot of people did. She was uh, she claimed to have seen like a baby on the side of the road. Called nine one one, and um, when officers arrived, all they found were I believe just her vehicle there and the emergency lights on, and uh, and she was gone. But there was some suspicious things about it. Again, I didn't look into it. I just kind of heard a little bit about it, and from what I remember, I think that her phone. With 911, while she's saying, I see a baby on the road, I see a baby on the road, um, was over a span of like 700 yards, right? So, you know, she's calling and, you know, she's supposed to be able to say, you know, from seven football fields away, she's seeing a toddler on the side of the road. That doesn't make any sense. And, you know, there was no, there was footage of, I believe, footage of her and you can't see a child. And I think you can actually see her running off to the side there. So I think that what ended up happening was he ended up, or she ended up, I think, making it too, you know? And, I know there was another person who faked a, a, a kidnapping or, or a situation as well. And that person had gotten either kicked out or dropped out of college, but didn't tell their parents. So yeah. when they were supposed to graduate, they came up with this elaborate story or something. I remember that one. <laughs> People are stupid, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about this case, but like, I don't know. If, I don't know how, you know, how it works with something, you know, with Amber Alerts. Do they have something no. like that for like kidnappings, especially because we're so close to the border? I think they have something that they they um send them you know an alert to the borders to but look out or something is there something like that here in texas i mean i'm 
I'm sure that law enforcement would do it. They'll contact the border towns and say, hey, you know, we have this situation. But as far as an Amber Alert or things of that nature for, for um, you know, how you get when there's a child that's missing, yeah. I didn't get one. You know, I didn't even know about this until I was in uh, Jay, uh, Jay's uh, channel and Mandy, uh, Mandy Joe, mm-hmm. one of our, our um, mods said, hey, did you hear about this? And I was like, no, <laughs> and I live here. <laughs> But I don't really watch the news. You know what I mean? I don't I don't really watch TV and stuff. I just, you know, yeah. something interests me. I'll get, you know, I'll get into it and I'll research it. But but no, but hey, uh, this is actually images that, were the, that got arrested. Now let's take a look at what they look like. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Yeah, those two suspects that were brought out by police. One of them walked by us in silence. The other one answering our questions with obscenity. So just take a look. This is the first suspect that was walked out by police. This is 41-year-old Felipe Valdez who walked by us in silence. He is being charged with aggravated kidnapping he had no previous warrants the second suspect i wanted to pause this to see if we can get a, a look at his tattoos there mm. i see that uh not on his head though like he got hit it looks like it at least oh yeah right it does look like that look at this does that look like a five or an s on the back of his shoulder there looks like an s indicate maybe i'm really sure maybe but that's there's usually a t associated with you know, I don't know. I, it's hard I don't to know, see but gospers go Cuspers <laughs> go. That's true. All right, well, let's continue. This twenty-nine-year-old Javier Martinez. That's that's a S. A. A. I mean, that, his back's not big enough to say San Antonio. I mean, <laughs> A's already right here. Is it, is it? Have you ever made those like uh, so paper boards, and then you run out of space, and it's just the words start getting smaller, the letters start getting smaller? Yeah, that's probably what it is. Oh man, it's like I wanted to see San Antonio like, in San Antonio in big letters. Is it, maybe it says something. Could be. It could be something. Let's see was also being charged with aggravated kidnapping, but had three previous warrants for evading arrest, deadly conduct with a firearm, and interference with public duty. This after SAPD says the two men with guns burst into a home on Mission Bell just after 6 a.m. yesterday after kicking in a door and kidnapping two parents, a couple in their 30s who were living inside with their five children, all under the age of 17. After investigating overnight with several federal agencies, police tell us they arrived at a home on the west side early this morning around 6 a.m. near West Commerce and Calabria, where everyone walked out of the home without any issues. People started just coming out of the house. All the officers that were there started just uh, contacting those people, uh, securing them to identify them. And through this process, we were able to identify both of the victims as well as two of the suspects that we arrested at that point. Again, the victims were not harmed and have been reunited safely with their children. Police say this was a targeted kidnapping. As for what the motive was for this kidnapping, police are not releasing any information at this time. They also didn't tell us if anything else was found inside the home where those suspects and victims were located earlier this morning. Now, police did tell us that they are currently searching for a third suspect involved in this kidnapping and that this is an ongoing investigation. Live from Public Safety Headquarters, I'm Sarah Costa, KSAT 12 News. Back to you. They basically have stated they don't know if they found any weapons or any of those type of things inside the house. Yeah. That the uh, victim's families came out without being not tied or bound. They found this location by interviewing witnesses that I can only assume based on the fact that they were aware of who the victims were, mm-hmm. were connected to the victims who find this location. Everything kind of points at something, some sort of involvement in something from these mm-hmm. parents. What do you think? Did, did I hear right that there was other people at this house? It's what it sounded like they said. But I don't, right. they, they, they said, you know, the two victims and the two suspects, but they just said, you know, and people started coming out. Yeah. So I don't, 
I don't know if they meant, you know, just the four. Now, if they didn't find a weapon, like like a handgun, right, or a gun, what does that make you think? Or, or how do you feel about that if there wasn't one in the house? They weren't tied. They weren't bound. Yeah, man. Um, maybe... I don't know why it would be planned, though. You know what I mean? Especially, like, by the ones that got kidnapped, maybe. But I don't see why they would plan it and scare the hell out of their kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go to that extent. I don't know what the motive was, even if that was the case. Or if it was planned for something, you know, money-related or or something for by the by the suspects. I'm not really sure. I guess the only ones that really know is just is the, the parents. Because I'm sure that the, the suspect would tell them why the hell they're getting kidnapped, right? Yeah, I don't see why not. Or they already knew that something was up, and they were on their toes for a while because they seem pretty young, right? The parents or the or the victim or the suspects? No, no the the parents. I think they, they were in their thirties. Yeah, they were in yeah. their thirties. But the thing is, I thought one of the kids was like seventeen. So, I mean, it could be like thirty-eight. You know what I mean? Yeah, thirty-nine. Like age. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I can Just see weird. somebody you know almost forty having a seventeen-year-old if you know they started young. You I know just find I mean? it weird, like you said, man, that they weren't. Like they just they just came out like nothing for this house. You don't think that maybe they got information not only but like family, but maybe they have informants out there and they asked around, see if they didn't heard anything about this kidnapping. That's possible. That's possible. Guess, that's, uh, that's highly likely, actually. There's a, I mean, I don't know about. I mean, here in town, I mean, this it's a small town, but I'm sure in 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 San Antonio, there's a lot of there's a lot of gangs and stuff, right? Like at least gang members. I don't know. Uh, yeah, both. Um, depending on what side of town you're in and stuff. I remember one time I went to go buy some um, old school Mexican candies at a uh, candy shop in in the hood. I was wearing a red shirt and I got off. I just like, man, I think this was a bad decision. <laughs> did you see the? Did you see shoes on the on the telephone lines? Man, if they had telephone lines, they were on the ground too. So, <laughs> you know, that's one of those like real like you're gonna get some real hood rat snacks in this place. <laughs> the good stuff. But um, yeah, nah, man. Um, there, Antonio's not that bad. I think there are certain parts um, that can be a little bit bad, but the, the thing about San Antonio is you'll be in one area. It looks nice as hell. And then all of a sudden you cross the street somewhere and you're in a weird spot. You know what I'm saying? That is kind of common, especially like inside the loop inside 1604, because it's been around for a while. Um, 410, especially 410. If you're inside 410, you'll find places that are really nice. And then next to some uh, places that aren't so nice. With that said, I mean, it's just there's, there's everywhere, but yeah, no, nah, man, crime, crime is crazy out here, man. You know, they had this, this happen, you know, when I on the news or my wife turns on the news and if I happen to listen to it, I mean, you hear nothing but like reports every single day of somebody, somebody shot or killed or whatever. It's like every day, multiple times a day. So, um, I mean, it's nothing like, like Chicago or, or, and no, no offense to anybody in Chicago, but their, their rate is pretty high or like, yeah. Detroit. you know, those places have some crime rates that are through the roof. It's, it's nowhere near that, but mm-hmm. you know, there's been some weird situations. In fact, there was, um, a lady from, from out there that was driving around in San Antonio apparently. And, um, a guy pulled up next to her while she was on, I think I 10 and shot her through the window for no reason. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And they, it's, it's like the more you, the more you like hear about these little stories that just people just kind of snap, you know what I mean? And they do things they can't take back. I mean, just was a day for yesterday here, here across the, the border, this guy, um, this man bought a, a horse from another man, right? Who ended up the horse was stolen, right? Mm-hmm. And the, the original owner went and confronted him about it, mm-hmm. uh, confronted the, the guy who bought the horse from the, the other guy. And they had a big ass, a big discussion or confrontation. The dude pulled out a, a weapon and, and took him down. Well, now they're like trying to find the guy that you know shot him. 
it's it's like man it's like hey man this guy's probably trying to like you know tell him hey i bought it from someone else man it's like i didn't know it was your horse this horse was yours you know that it was stolen from you but he didn't he didn't even wait they just had a big old argument and this guy took out uh a weapon and that that situation that is dude i I almost you know i had a situation that was kind of similar to that you know the first time which sounds weird to say but the first time i had a gun pulled out on me and a knife 12 maybe 11 and i was actually about to head out to go over to town to hang out with jonathan hugo and yourself or i'm not sure if you were there maybe mikey um but what happened was my friend um who lived down the street from me he had a pit bull puppy and his puppy got stolen and while i was riding my bike one day i found it I found it like three or four blocks away from the house and i told him about it i was like hey man I think I found your dog, bro, like three, four blocks down. Long story short, my buddy ends up like, you know, telling his parents and they end up calling police or whatever. And they end up going out there and retrieving or whatever. So a couple of days go by. I'm actually going to go head out over there to, um, you know, Jonathan and Hugo's side of town. Passing by my friend's house because it was on the way there. I see this this guy inside his yard and he uh, says, hey, you're friends with the guy that lives here. Right. Well, he said his name. I I don't want to say his name, but he said, hey, you're friends with the guy who lives here. Right. I said, yeah. He said, come here real quick. I, I, I got off my bike, which was the dumbest thing I could have done, but I was like 11, 12 years old. He go, he, he pulls out a knife on me after I got off my bike. He tells me, you know, this MFR, you know, stole my dog, this, this, and that, you know, and he's like, I think it was you who told him that his dog was at my house and all this other crap, right? And I'm like, holy shit, right? Because this guy has, it wasn't like, you know, a big knife. It was a pocket knife, but fuck, it was a knife, right? And I'm like, holy shit, right? And the guy tells me, Grab the lawnmower. Well, what the fuck do you want to do with a lawnmower? And he's like, grab the lawnmower. I'm going to take something until he gives me my dog back. So I go to grab the lawnmower. And when I grab the lawnmower, my friend's neighbor from behind, who I didn't know, comes out with a freaking shotgun. All I hear is, and it's like right in my face. And I'm, he's like, what the, What are you doing? And I was like, this guy wants the lawnmower. And I was like, this guy has a knife. Like, I don't know what to do, right? And at this point, that guy with the knife just fucking takes off and starts running down the street, right? And so I tell that guy, like, look, I'm friends with the guy that lives here. He had his dog stolen. That guy's who's who stole it. And uh, I'm basically um, just passing by, and the guy pulled out a knife on me and wanted me to steal something for him. And so the guy ended up calling my friend's dad, confirmed the whole situation, and, and everything was cool. I still went over to Jonathan and Hugo's house, and I didn't tell my parents about it until later, which they were pretty disappointed. But I knew if I told them about it, they won't let me go, right? I waited until I got back home and my mom's like, why the hell did you wait until you got back home to tell me? And I was like, because then you wouldn't have let me go. Because I still wanted to play Pokemon. Uh, now we're playing like soccer and baseball and, and, and maybe a little and was, bit of football. I was totally, I was totally yeah, there. You were probably there, man. And so, um, yeah, that was, I was 11, 12 years old. The first time I had a knife and a gun pulled out on me. It was uh, pretty intense. You know, a lot of people say that they'll do this or that in those situations. You know, I was a kid, so obviously, man, it is like like the fear, your adrenaline, the um, everything that's going on in that situation is, is is not. You can't really describe it. And like I said, that was the first time, so that wasn't the only time. I did have a lengthy career in in certain jobs that that was um, sometimes it happened. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that the uh, parents were involved in illegal activity? Damn, man. You know, um, if somebody goes into your house, kicks down the door and pulls a gun on you and takes you, kidnaps you in front of your kids, man, I mean, I don't see how they, it wouldn't be invo- something involved in with money or with drugs, you know. But then you go back and you're like, oh, they found them at this house. Not, nothing done to them. Um, the suspects gave up. They walked out. You know what I mean? 
it's just I don't know, man. It's hard to tell. It could either go. It can go either way. Right. Or maybe it could have been mistaken identity too. I mean, it could have been that, and then it, maybe I mean, especially because they weren't bound. They were maybe maybe they weren't thinking about letting them go. But I don't know, man. Like if I already seen their faces, I don't see the way they would, right? Well, here's the thing: they found suspect's house through witnesses. So unless it was a, a criminal informant, like you mentioned. I feel that those witnesses probably are friends of the victims or family members of the victims. And because those are the those are the people, in my opinion, uh, police are going to and they have access to first. Right. They have the kids like, hey, kids, you know, who who, who are the siblings of your parents? You know, who, who are their friends? The whole nine yards. Right. And then you go talk to those people. And, and if they are the ones that pointed the direction here, that tells me that they're there's some sort of connection between the suspects and the victims. And then you have police saying that this is a targeted event. I think, I think yeah. that, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to say that it is. I'm not saying that it is not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you know, do you know if they, they went in there with masks or anything? They just went in there like they didn't even mention anything? I don't know. They went in with masks. I don't, I don't, that wasn't mentioned. So I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's hard to, I mean, you would think that we'll go in there, you know, they're, with master you won't see their identity but it's like they did it <laughs> so it seems like they just went in their guns are blazing you know what i mean yeah well i knew of one situation where it was a mistaken identity these kids were playing freaking nintendo or playstation and uh i think one of them was like 12 and the other one was like 17 there was another younger younger kid there in the house too and their dad some guy picked the door in and just shot him up right there left and they'll come back that he had the wrong house and yeah. like i want to say like three people passed that's happened so here in san antonio yeah that's crazy man that is crazy yeah lock your doors guys lock your doors be vigilant be safe mm-hmm. whole nine yards tomorrow night we're going to talk about btk and some drawings that he has re- that mm-hmm. have been recently released and try to break down those drawings look at them and uh see if we find any clues you don't want to miss it so hit that like button hit that subscribe button i'm a- Thank you so much for joining and uh, good luck at work the rest of the day. Thank you. I'm going to try my best. I don't dehydrate from their place, but thank you. Drink water, my man. Drink water. Everybody in the live chat, y'all have a good day. We'll see you all tomorrow. Peace out.